the heck are you doing today? I'm so excited because what is it about business? Business, business, business. And it doesn't matter what kind of business. Well, it actually doesn't matter what kind of a business, but specifically we are going to be delving into your dream is to have an equine business, a horse business, so whatever that may look like. We are going to be giving you so much detail. You want paper, you want pen, or you want to type really fast, but I don't know. I still think the uh, the manual way of doing things True. really sticks in our brain really we well. To come back and watch this again later too. That's so very, you can very, very true. Rewind, fast forward, pause, all those good things later on as well. But uh, please do let us, oh, we got Shannon on already. <laughs> And she's already cursing. <laughs> What's going on, Shannon? So we do love it when people let us know who you are, where you're from, so we know who we're talking to as well. Oh, she says, I need paper. That's right. You can get some paper. So we are very, very excited about this one today because it's just good stuff. But we'll go through our regular rigmarole first. Yeah, it messed my brain up seeing your words. I'm like, that's not what we're talking about. The so certification course? Yes. Oh, well, I can change that after. But okay. Sorry, it just messed my brain. Uh, <laughs> um, Facebook, TikTok people. That's what it Because it is all business today. That's like, right. It's just business. Business. Yes. We're getting to the business of yes. things. And we yes. got Don from North Wales, UK. Hey. Ooh, we got another UK. Yeah, oh, yeah. Those. I wish I could change my accent, but I can't. Because I would no, talk and then I, I wouldn't it be fun. I feel like I would really like you to try. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it would just make me so happy. And it would make me say, holy jump of tuna fish when she did it, because it would blow my mind. So throw in that hashtag, holy, holy jump of tuna, tuna fish, fish when it, something blows your brain. Knocks your socks off. You're like, oh my gosh, I hadn't thought of it that way before. Throw in that holy jump and tuna fish because we always like to know what's what's rocking your world at mm -hmm. the end of the day. And then of course, if you are on here and you know some other people that are maybe in the horsey business side of things, or really any business. Any business, it does. But I mean, this is truly specific to the horse industry. And again, it doesn't matter what it is in the horse world. You still have to have specific things to build that foundation. So mm. help people out. It's great to own your own business. And even if you work for someone else to have a part-time your own business. It's outrageously fantastic. Outrageously. Yeah. So sure, sure, sure. So we want you to get this out to as many people as possible because really we need more equine businesses out there. Oh, it's kind of taking a bit of a dive. You know, so. there's some stats on that. We work with uh, the University of Guelph and um, oh my guess, Ecker. Gail Ecker. Gail Ecker. Ecker. We're gonna <laughs> like, call her oh now. my gosh. You know, she gave us stats, and this was probably about six years ago, through all of the research that they have been compiling, that in like 10 years, our equine world is coming way down because so many people are not being um, in front of the equine world. Like it's being Even taken away. Introduced to horses That's or anything the, yeah. like that at any point. So there's all sorts of people that are going to be going through their entire imagine this going through their entire lives without even being near a horse or understanding no. how incredible they are so we got to keep it up sad. yeah sadness pie so uh definitely yeah share this one out because we want people to know that piece and we also want people to know <laughs> i could just hear that's my grandson up yeah there. it sounds like we have leprechauns running up yep. and down it's good happy leprechauns there. yeah he's having a great time um, but this hashtag, we are life changers. We're not just talking about us. We're talking about you. We're talking about your horses. We're talking about everybody out there 
who has an opportunity to change a life for the better every single day that we live and breathe. And really that does, it boils down to kindness. kindness. That's all it is. You know, this is why I love our Facebook tribe, our TikTok tribe, because, you know, kindness is sharing as well. Why would we or any of us always keep secrets into how we can all work together better on this earth, on this planet? Like we should be sharing. It doesn't matter if you're not taking a certification course with us. We want to help you in whatever way you can, because we know horses, like you said, they're magical. They're the unicorn. And we have to help more people to be introduced to this incredible world that helps us all heal and such benefits that non-horse people really truly can't even understand so true yeah so true so spread that kindness around like glitter because glitter goes everywhere (laughs) so just glitter bomb some kindness out into the world that's what we need a little bit more and it can come from communication too my goodness there have been oh wow times lately people that i just Like, I just don't know what to do. I think I'm a pretty good communicator. <laughs> I, we all need to improve for sure. But communicate with kindness as well. Oh, it's so much nicer than meanness. And Rosalind from Souk, BC. This is funny. My family and I went out to Souk, BC a few years ago. And I didn't realize that Souk was small as it was. But we went out on the whale watching. So me with the, those, no, it had to be longer because they were young. And we were say, just in I that little... Like tube dinghy, a dinghy <laughs> with the whales, and I'm like, "Are you a good mom? Because you're taking your kids out and all is of this these." Okay, that this whale is ten thousand. Yeah, exactly. But we did a lot of zip lining, so we liked the zip lining. Well, that was a long and time ago. Super long time ago, yeah. and the hot spring. They have the hidden little hot pools or something oh, like nice. that. Yeah, I've heard many, cool. heard good things. Yeah, Souk. Yep. Souk. And then also, if you're catching this later on replay, throw in that hashtag replay and let us know that you came and visited. Say hi so we can say hi back as well. We like that. We do like that. Okay. So I guess that takes us back to us. Yes. <laughs> so just so you know who we are, my name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing as well as an Instructor and Facilitator for the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning, Inc. You know, sometimes I'm wanting to be right on time and then sometimes she doesn't throw in the ink. So my finger's like ready to go and she drops it. I'm like, okay, now you've messed our whole system. Seriously. I left it for you today. Oh my goodness. Byzantine, get out of here. I was just thinking about you, Sarah. I just used my cup. Because I was just using my cup too. (laughs) Anyway, uh, everybody, hi, I'm Carrie Fulmick. I'm the founder of the Equine Connection. And so excited because globally helping people do what it is that we do. And it truly is the greatest job in the world. And it is working with equine, with horses. We do it every day. We do not have riding programs. We literally have a program that's equine assisted learning where, again, it's really what it is. Like horse assisted learning where the horse literally is the teacher in our certification because bottom line, the foundation of the welfare of the horse comes first in our certification. And that's the one thing we're most proud of. So there's no pulling horses. There's no pushing horses, trying to do all those human things, no using horses, but we also are set up with a curriculum program. So that's the beauty because you always have a beginning, a middle and an end. You have results for your clients. And we've been doing this now for, well, I've been personally doing it for about 17 years. And I've always been an entrepreneur and horses, definitely a huge passion, but business 
is my other great passion. <laughs> like when you're an entrepreneur, you can hardly even sleep because your brain and your passion is always driving you forward. So this is why we want to help you to and create what you want to create in this world. And don't be sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I am not that person who is <laughs> wanting to be this entrepreneur or dreaming about this every night. It doesn't mean you can't do it. You just have to know how. That's why that's where the business parts and training comes in too, because if you don't have the steps and you don't know how to do it, then it can be very, very difficult. But mm. that's why you got to go go with the groups, the people that help move you forward because you don't have to have been a lifelong entrepreneur to learn how to run your own business. Heck no. Heck no. So let's get into business people and we are open to all kinds of questions and hang on. If you hang on to the end too, we're actually giving you a gift today and it is a fun, fun, fun gift that has strictly to do with business. And again, it's not just equine assisted learning. It's any kind really of, of business, but we're always going to make it with the horse because we're experts in the field being this way for 17 years doing all the wrong things doing the right things then doing the wrong things again then doing the right things and then doing the wrong you see in business let me tell you people there's never a time just like life where you're like yeah, yeah. i'm on no this is going exactly to plan is what no entrepreneur says ever yeah <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right so yeah. Here's the first thing I want you to write down is just what we said. It's not because you're doing it wrong that you think things are not aligning or coming in the way it's supposed to be. This is just part of the process in creating and designing your own business. But please do ask us as many questions as you want as we are rolling uh, along. What? Shannon, half the wrong is the significant others. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can put some of that on that. Yeah, I like that. That's, funny. That's very true. <laughs> so one of the first things you have to do is you have to build the business. So you have to first create what's the foundation of your business, like the foundation of your home. It's got to be strong. It's got to be rock solid. So I'm going to tell you right now, you are the foundation to your business. Now, I know it's like, oh, build a business in this many days and you'll be successful. If you still don't understand that you're the foundation and it's because of you and your uniqueness and your gift that you're going to bring to your community, to the world, whatever it is you're going to market in your industry, that's the first thing that people will sometimes do wrong. They forget mm -hmm. about the important ingredient of the foundation, which is me, myself, and I. You can't do it for other people. You can't do it because people say to do it. You have to do it because you have a burning passion desire. for something or desire. That's right. And, you know, I do have to say, you know, one of the biggest things being an entrepreneur since I've been in diapers, the biggest thing we all strive for and look for in life is purpose. We're always wondering what is our purpose on this short little time that we have here on earth? And, you know, purpose still boils down to it's helping another human. Yeah. It doesn't have to do with helping yourself. It really, like you get no. you, your bucket filled out of it, absolutely. But it's never about how it's going to benefit you in, in a purposeful way. Like it's, it is about helping other people somehow. Exactly. So here's the first thing that you want to write down and think about. This is just not a fast little thing. Yeah. But Why? Why do you want to do this? What is it that burns inside of you that you know 
is going to help somebody else, but you have to actually put down your whys. And your answer isn't to make six figures. In no, years. that's not your why. No, that's wishful that's thinking. A, but, or it's a goal. <laughs> it's a goal, but it's not. But your it's why not you're your why. It. Yeah, it's you know that you've wanted to help people your entire life. It's the feeling that you get from that. It's because you were this person at one point, and you want other people to experience that. It's the pieces that's like in-depth you as to why you were going to do this business. Exactly. Well said. Thank you. The second thing you want to think about as you're, and you know, do this with your favorite, I don't know, comfy clothes on and your favorite drink. And like, Carrie is all about business in pajamas. I really am because <laughs> I get so much it. done in pajamas. <laughs> yeah. I love snow days yep. when all I get to do is focus on business. I, I just love business. It eats me up and make me go farther. Anyway, going back to being calm and relaxed here. Now, what you're going to try to do is through your why, what's your vision to this business? What's your, what's your mission? Vision and mission are two different things. Yes. But we're going to be able to use those two components to actually build our business. And you still can't have those pieces until your why. You still have to figure out the why piece first, and then you can go to your mission and vision from there as well. But again, that why is such a foundational piece of everything else sits on it that you don't want it to be a house of cards. You have to make sure you're very, very clear in your why to get to the vision and mission of your business as well. And just so you know, your vision and mission does not have to be huge. Sometimes people go, whoo, lots of verbiage. Yeah. Like really keep it succinct and strong with what it is you're trying to do that was the word in my head too was it yeah and it's like i read it see tiktok yeah and we have tiktok going too so that's sometimes why yep. we look there because our poor tiktok tribe and we can't see your questions TikTok no people, we, sorry, we just can't do private messages later yeah exactly okay so do we want to give an example of a vision or a mission? Are you clear on what a vision and mission is? Or if you have one or you think you have one, put oh, it in the comments. That's too. also this a good idea. Interactive here as well. Because you want it to connect to the humans that you are wanting to actually offer your services to. And this isn't simple necessarily. No. Like it took us a long time. <laughs> Of writing and rewriting and thinking, is that the actual piece of it? Or is it this? Or what is it that means the most to us? Or how does it differ from our missions, from our goals, and all those other pieces too? So take your time. It might be the kind of thing that you write it out, and then you just let it sit for a day. And then you come back to it and read it again. Does it strike that chord? Does it feel good? It feel good. Na, 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 na. You it know should. that it should now. <laughs> so you want it to be something that you can revisit to keep you on track with why you're doing what you're doing. Cause that really is what they are there. You want to make sure you're still on track on par. And even us still this many years later, we still go back and take a look at it at least every year. I think we hit it. We do. And to make sure we're on par. And it used to be like, we used to have like maybe five sentences. Like I think, Oh, now we have two and we really wanted to nail it. Actually, we only have one. Yeah. Uh, ours is connecting people and horses empowering both to live their best lives through life-changing skill development exercises that will move them forward to life with purpose. So we're like, yeah, it's got everything that helps us to stay on our mission. Yeah. So with our certification courses, with our 
our clients, which are, we work with organizations, the Calgary Dream Center and Simon House, which are recovery centers. So this still fits with our mission, with STAND, with doing our programs with Authentic You Women's Workshops. Even team this building. Team building. It fits for every part of who we are targeting to help. Yeah, absolutely. So, but it, it wasn't simple. Oh, <laughs> so don't think so you're going to just like blurt it out and write it down. Come back, rework it, revisit it, take another look at it, put it down for a minute, come back again later. Like really feel good. Like when you say it out loud that you're like, mm, yeah, that hits my soul, my soul strings. I don't know if those are a thing, but oh, we'll go with it. Yeah. Heartstrings. That's what they are. Now your next component is going to be your brand. What mm. do you want your brand? First of all, you are your brand. I, I still <laughs> always need you to understand you're the billboard, the walking billboard to your brand. Yeah. So to me, it's like if you own a, a salon for doing hair, you should look stunning when you literally go out in public. And I don't mean stunning as in you have to look like Tammy Wynette or Dolly Parton. But you should always <laughs> have good hair, even the cutest little ponytail on earth, even if you have your own business in your basement or you're sharing a chair with someone else. Like it's always thinking about what does my brand represent? So a long day ago, I used to wear this old, old coat when we had clients coming into the arena to go through the programs. Now, why I thought that this was acceptable, I will never know, but it had tears and rips and, you know, using duct tape. And Carolyn finally said to me, I think it might be time to represent who you are in this business. We don't have to look ugly just because we're working with horses. Yeah. I think that time of that one has gone. And she told me the same about another sweater of mine, <laughs> that black one that you're like, Ew. it's time to say goodbye to that now. But it's so comfy. That was both of our reaction. Yeah. But your brand is not like a lot of people think your brand is your logo. That's only part of it. Yeah. Very small part of it. In fact, your logo is kind of how you're going to structure visually your colors, your basis of that kind of thing. But your entire brand is how you want people to feel when they're on your page, when they're checking out your Facebook, when they're watching your videos, your brand is a whole lot more than just a logo and a color palette. It's but true. they still have to all kind of match and mesh together. But don't get confused in that thinking that it's just like, oh, I've got the bestest logo in the entire world. It's your entire feel of your business and what you're projecting out to the public. So your brand is pretty big. It really is huge. And again, today is all about building that foundation. So we're not going to go into the, you know, the websites, the marketing, all of those things, because there's no point. You still have to build mm -hmm. the foundation of what this business is going to be first, because that will help you for the other pieces of your business later on. The one thing I want to mention to you about your brand is it can't, be just specific to your own thoughts. Like it has to be something. So you might have a story as to why pink means something for you, but if you're doing corporate team building, it's not going to mean the same thing for them. Right. Yeah. So your brand has to be something that re represents how a stranger would feel about your business, not how you necessarily feel about your business. If that makes sense is, well, I think more or less what you're saying, you can't take it personal. So yeah. you still have to represent the brand who you are is the major brand. And then everything else that, uh, um, Goes breaks off, off of it. it. Yeah. I don't think that's the word I'm no. using, right? But uh, very much so, I remember we had first, be, well, this was me because I'll take the blame for all of this. I wanted the word spiritual equine connection for my company name because 
I wanted this to be the last business on earth that I was doing. And spiritual, I thought with the spirit of the horse, like it's such a healing process. But that name actually wrecked us because it gave falseness to actually what it was we were doing because people who just read the name are thinking we're doing church service, even though we weren't, Yeah, but we couldn't get team building. And even the schools, because yeah. you know, in Canada, you can't even speak the word God, but that wasn't even what the name was representing. No. So we literally had to do a focus group and we ixnade the name. So but don't take it a, for our society. Yeah. yeah. But don't take it personal because yeah. if you're doing business, you have to be open to being in business. So you have a business mind and you have a personal mind. Even if you love that picture so much because it means something to you, get over it. Yeah. If it's not going to represent what you're actually selling, take the business side and let other people help you on that. Another little example of was somebody's name. They call them uh, Diva Equine something services or oh yeah i remember like that. that and it was after diva their horse because the horse that changed their life saying was diva well unfortunately that didn't kind of roll with what they were trying to get out there because then automatically people thought it was for women and it wasn't just for women they were doing youth programs actually so they had to kind of we adjust changed. it and yeah. change it up because of what the public perceives not just what our initial feelings are for ourselves it's true yeah then the next step now you're going to define your audience who are those humans that you are wanting to help? You cannot help everybody. Nope. So for example, if you are doing, let's say horse treats, let's say you make your own horse snacks. Like the beauty is, you know, your market's going to be horse people. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> clear because the dog people and the cat people are not going to buy the those bird from people you. Either. Yeah. No bird people. <laughs> but you have to define who's your audience. If you're doing something like we're doing an equine assistant, we know, first of all, and I always suggest do two target audiences to begin with, uh -huh. because it's a lot of work. You can, If you had 10 different audiences that you're wanting to help, or I want to help everybody, you can't. You couldn't clearly market to them. So you would you think can't. you're trying to help everybody, but end up helping nobody. And that's kind of how target markets would work if you overdo it. Exactly. Yeah. So really important to figure out, like if it's youth at risk, and that was our first one, youth at risk, why? Our hearts, we just when we said it, we knew we wanted to help in that area. And it made our hearts feel so good to be able to help with purpose to help children who maybe are not having all of the same benefits as traditional kids yeah. might have. So that's what we were going with. But we didn't just say youth at risk. No. That's not a target market. No. That's just the title for your yeah. target market. So we had to figure out from what age group, from what location, what point in their recovery are they at? What are we looking for as the general outcomes? Is it through an organization or is it not through an organization? So we definitely, like, you can't just put a title and say youth at risk. Well, there's a whole bunch of youth at risk in different ways from different backgrounds, from different, different, different. You really have to focus, focus, focus on exactly who it is that you're wanting to work with rather than again keeping it super generic because then we get into that you try to help everybody you help no one thing again it's like we have a lot of our own facilitators they've gone through breast cancer mm -hmm. so one of their target markets is women who've gone through breast cancer but also families of women who've gone through yeah. breast cancer so it's very very specific when you're getting into it the one thing that uh, will help you as well, 
is when we were starting with our certification courses and helping other people to do what we did, I actually wrote a letter. So mm. what I did is I wrote who I saw in my head as the target person. So thinking target audience, think of one person. So I thought of what this one person was and I typed out that uh, she was in her 40s, her early 40s. She wore a white t-shirt. She wore jeans, cowboy boots, loved being free out in the earth. Like I described everything. She was divorced. She had whatever. I just kept naming everything about the person. Describing who that person is. Exactly. Yeah. For the certification course, because that's who we wanted to market to. Well, lo and behold, by the time I finished the whole letter, I'm like, we reread it. I'm like, well, heck, that sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny how that rolls, but write out what your client looks like. So that's tons of work too. What do they look like? Be so specific. And we're not saying that if somebody else comes to you and falls no. in your lap to say, oh, you aren't my target market, sorry. No, you take it. You, you take, you take it the all. business because you want to take the business and move your business forward. But it's funny when you end up, doing some of the markets that you weren't going for, sometimes that's where your mission and vision start to go out of balance a little bit too. So that's why you keep coming back to those other pieces. So your why and your foundational pieces don't just go away after you've written them. Go back, revisit, see, are you in the right place? Are you feeling that this is working for you as a business as well? Is your life balance and work balance on par as to where they're supposed to be? So you still kind of like, they're like building blocks, if you will. They really are. As to going forth and getting your business rolling. And, you know, for those of you who already have a business going in the equine industry, something to keep in mind with even redoing this again, like this to me is always in business and we should always be doing this at least every couple of years to make sure it's fitting that balance yeah. and where our passion still lies. So we did Youth at Risk. Again, those were kids with addictions and alcohol, drugs and solvent abuse. We changed our market nine years after working with them. We decided we needed to go a different path now. It wasn't feeling the same way because if it doesn't feel good and right, that is your time to make a change. So this helps us every single time we make a change in the market. Absolutely. Um, another thing, write this down, is identifying problems even though you may not know what problems are i can tell you what one thing is right off the top of my head in 2.3 seconds money because people always talk about we don't have money yeah well welcome to creating your dream we're not all made of money to be able to just make a dream come true but i swear to you you start building this your foundation of what your business looks like there is something that's miraculous that happens, a pathway, an idea, someone in your path who brings an opportunity to you, even in money. So that's just my, my first opinion. And for being the person that um, I'm frugal. She's very frugal. Part with money if it's unnecessary to do so. I can actually attest to this is that when you, it's not the, it's not necessarily the whole, it takes money to make money kind of thing, even though it kind of is, but it's, it's a cycle of money that goes through. It's the people who sit back and say, oh, someone owns their own business. They must be super rich. Well, no, <laughs> not necessarily at all. But the way that the money works allows everybody to keep rolling with things and what comes in goes out, but you still have to be able to get all those parts, parts rolling. But 
don't think you have to have tons of money to start or tons of money to keep it going or be making six figures a year to have a business. That's not the way it necessarily works. It's just knowing that it's a secular, secular? Mm -hmm. Yeah, piece that goes with the money side of owning your own business and being an entrepreneur. Another way to identify problems so that you're always proactive is how are you on social media? How are you in front of a camera? Because sorry, people, in this day and age, it is you who's the brand. It is you that will sell your business. It doesn't matter how many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that we have ever put into using Facebook or TikTok or whatever it is we're doing, we make the best sales doing a face-to-face -face or going to a networking meet meeting because you're with humans who are like-minded. We just met a guy on a plane. That's he wants true. to come and take our program because we told him what we do in team building. So yeah. he's already wanting to get booked in. And that was just me. That's the brand. We did this big conversation on the plane. Did we know it was going to happen? Heck nope. no. <laughs> Were we prepared? Nope. Well, we got we are because prepared. we always are yes. prepared. We're always prepared. Uh, Facebook jail sucks. It does. That's the only thing with some of the social media platforms and stuff is then you're dependent on social media mm. platforms. So you have to not to say anything bad, Facebook. Yeah, we love, we love you guys. Yeah, <laughs> but don't put us in jail. But um, <laughs> it is always necessary to have your backup plan to have your different ways you're going to be able to sell your business or get to your target markets as well. And another way to identify problems or to see how you can move forward, but also opportunities that might be available for you is doing a SWOT analysis. They are fan freaking tastic. And that's just defining the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities and the threats of your business. And then when you're aware of some of these things ahead of time, like you might get stuck in Facebook jail, then you already have a plan ahead of time as to how you're going to deal with that if it happens. So it's kind of a great way to be set up for success. Absolutely. And if you kind of think of where our world is going, like I would identify a problem right now in social media. So we've already been discussing what other ways can we do it to go back to the old ways of doing business and snail mail is a really cool way because that way I can say, Hey, you know, I was introduced to you by, let's say Carolyn, uh, here's a brochure. She told me your organization is really looking for uh, foolproof results for your clients. Well, that's us. Yeah. So that is our company because again, in our company, we can say that because there's always a result when you do these programs. So that's really important. Or what if one of the problems is, and I would write this down, you want to work with, let's say, I don't know, an organization that helps women with children who have been, they're escaping for their life, but I don't know what that's domestic called. Domestic abuse. It's, oh, it's called domestic abuse. <laughs> so you have these organizations, but my brain would already be thinking because the organization would pay for our services so identifying a problem could be they might not have the money, though, mm -hmm. for our specific program. So that is preparing you as a strong foundational part of your business to you'll always have those backup pieces because you're going to solve, be proactive in how you're going to fix these problems before they even come about. Yep. Yeah. You've already got your backup plan going with those pieces, too. It's just it feels nicer to run business that way. Um, Shannon says off topic. Can I have the photo? No, you can't just steal photos off our walls, but I'll take a picture of it for you, Shannon. <laughs> I was going to say, well, if you come, no, well, that's true no, it doesn't matter. It's like just a material picture. thing. It is a cute little picture, but I'm glad you enjoy it. If any of you have questions as we're going through this, 
you want something more specific or you're going through your own, I don't get, again, cookie treats or uh, sewing blankets, whatever, tack, whatever tack like just let us know because business is still business globally around the world. That's the best part of being in business. Business is business. When people try to say that, oh, but it's different here, it's different there. It may be different in how you market yeah. to your target market, but business is still business and you still have to have those strong components. So the next one is goal setting. Mm. Now, this is my favorite one because I love, well, I used to, I would say probably every, I don't know, three years now I do this. I pull out, I just get a scrapbook at a dollar store and I write in and cut out all of the goals that I have for future. But here's the thing with future being like a horse, a horse never thinks about the future. The horse does not because then the, he's not safe. Mm -hmm. Horses don't think of past. However, with horses, they have stacked memories just like us. So they got the best memories in the world. They, they can recall the past at any given moment. So horses live in the moment. So with goal setting, here's the thing. Make your goals freaking ginormous. Have a day when you're watching your favorite show in pajamas. I love that. Uh, your favorite drink. Do everything to do with your house, your horses, what your business looks like, your family life, traveling, uh, being with your kids, volunteering, whatever all your goals are. Get it done in one shot and make sure you're very specific to two goals. So if you wanted your house paid off for, then I would put I want my mortgage paid off by December uh, 3rd, maybe 2030. Like I, I'm always very specific to dates because then it makes it real. Once that is all done in your goals, I close that goal book up because I don't want to live in the future. If you live in the future and you keep looking at the goal book all the time, it starts to overwhelm you with all the things you have down and all the things you haven't completed and all the things you have to in order to make that kind of money. And I would write down how much money a month do you want to make in your business? How much money do you want to make in two years, in three years, five years, and 10 years? Or do you have residual income that you're wanting to go for? Something that can be made without you having to constantly market it. Uh, Shannon, brings up a good piece here too, that she's still working on trying to get this funded through benefits as well. And I'm not sure if you've done this already, but having the opportunity to go to the source. So I would go talk to the benefit people and try to get something set up. It's very similar, like working with insurance companies. We just, another, another call back today from insurance company that we're gonna set up dedicated things for the insurance. So talking to the people and helping them through the process can be difficult. Whereas if you talk to the source and maybe you can get something set up on your own, that is a really great way to do with it. We don't deal with that as much because we have um, we work with organizations, so they're getting yeah. funding from ops, other places as well. And then I want to pay it off tomorrow. Well, that's always the good feels of yes, we always want that these two. But again, that's setting that goal of like how much do you need to make to have it paid off by what time? So it's and it's always that being realistic with it too. If you set unrealistic goals, you're setting yourself up to feel really crappy in the future. You and do. It's not a good. It's not a good way to roll with it. So set realistic goals that you're going to feel good about when you surpass them more so than if you don't make them by setting unrealistic ones. Always do that. But I am telling you also do the most outrageous, biggest dream that you've got. Because here's the thing, my friends, 
when you're serious and you write it down, it is amazing how the universe, God, whomever it is that you believe, there's a connection that happens on this journey and on this path that you are committed to your dream. It actually turns out way bigger than you ever imagined. Never in a million years. I just wanted to be so successful in owning my own business, being at my own home, and it was going to be the last business on earth. Carolyn joins in the team. Now we're going on this little trip together, this adventure. Then out of the blue, I get asked to become a instructor. An instructor. I'm like, well, that wasn't written down in any of my notes. No. Because you have the overall dream, but then you still had your goals to get there, right? Yeah. So that's the part and you break it down. Have yes, have the big dreams, yep. right? Everybody wants to have big dreams at the end of the day. Just your goals are gonna take you the step-by-step process to get there. And then because of that, it opened up the entire world. Carolyn and I have traveled all over <laughs> the world to do this certification because of how everything like that's why I'm saying it's always bigger, but Make sure you're putting your big, huge stuff down because it's so exciting to be a part of. But I think, you know, having a mortgage paid off, I I mean, again, as you get older, I think things change. Mine is having moments with my family. Like mm -hmm. I would rather pay for us to be driven in a limo to a beautiful restaurant where we can enjoy, just enjoy each other's company versus paying off a credit card. Like my goals are so, so different compared to when I was young, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's true. You have to kind of revisit those because sometimes your goals change in life. They do. <laughs> yeah. They do. That's why every, you know, three years is kind of nice. The last thing, and then the gift. We are giving you a gift that's a five-day little challenge for you. Mm -hmm. So you will be able to go in and do it at your own pace. There's no rush to complete it. But this is our way to say, hey, why not you? Of course you can do this. So this will give you in more detail some of the ways to get that business of yours moving forward. Shannon's ready for it. She's already <laughs> gift. Yeah. What, what is, what are we going to have put in? I think we're going to go with that. Actually. Are we? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's put that up on the, uh, the screen yeah. then. So type in a gift to get it. You keep talking. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the last thing that you want to start thinking of, and this is why it's at the very end, is your elevator pitch. What the heck is an elevator pitch? It truly is when you have only mere moments, which is going for a ride in an elevator. If someone said, hey, Carolyn, what the heck do you do? That you will have a one sentence little thing that tells that human what you do instead of a long story. Yeah. Cause you have to keep it succinct because you don't want to be putting time into people that are interested in your services. That's really what it is at the end of the day. You don't have to try to be the dead horse for lack of a better term. You just want something super succinct. Uh, I work in a skill development program, helping women to move forward with their lives with horses. That's it. Or depending whatever it is, slowest type forever. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's very hard at this angle. But you want to make sure that you are bringing in something very succinct because then if somebody says to you, oh, I'm an accountant, they obviously just don't really care about what you just said. If it doesn't pique their interest, okay, great. Then you can move forward from there. If somebody says, oh, really? How does that work? Or something along those lines. It's uh, it's starting a quality conversation versus a quantity conversation. And those are exhausting. 
And you know, and you do have to practice it. But I personally love, and Jane, just so you know, Jane Hemingway Moore in Australia does go to New Zealand to do training every couple of years, but you could hop on a plane too and go to her Sydney training. So it's the same exact course as well. But yeah, we love New Zealand. Interesting. I dreamt about New Zealand last night and the water was so amazing. And I was on a plane, but you know, those baby swings? That you, your your feet and yeah, your yeah. like the bucket like the diaper swings. It was so weird because this plane was going slow enough for me, and I still remember the water is so stunning. And I'm not afraid of anything in New Zealand because you guys don't have anything scary like Australia. Australia's got every scary living animal, mammal, beast, <laughs> insect known to mankind. Everything but, can kill you. But the plane would let me dip my feet in this bucket, and it was all these different colors. It was a really cool dream. So it's really neat. Any hoodle. Uh, my, my favorite thing when people ask what I do, I love the word I help. Mm-hmm. It feels very personal to me because that's, I do take it personally. I help other humans do exactly what it is that I do. And that's what's working with horses every day to change humans' lives. Because that's what my major passion is now. I want to help people just like you to be able to do what we do because there's nothing more powerful than waking up every morning to say, Oh my gosh, what a great day. Cause this is, this is my life. This is my job. I make a living working with horses. I get to smell them. I get to be with them every day. I get to create my own hours, have my own time to travel or just take time off because I can. So yeah, my passion is I help others to do exactly what it is that we do so you can have the success just like we do to have that little wake up in the morning mm-hmm. feeling and just know you're you're right where you're supposed to be. And depending on who you're talking to, you kind of switch things up a little bit as well, right? Because if you're at a human resources conference, you're going to probably tell them that you're working with team building or something. Or if you're at a women's workshop or uh, what was that? The women's um, expo or something along those lines, you're going to switch it up to if it, who your target market is that might be there as well, but you still keep them nice and short and succinct and clear. Then you just get a nice good call conversation instead of all of the little ones where everybody tells you about the horse accident they have. I don't know what happened to people, but, but everyone's <laughs> had a horse accident. I was on a trail ride and it went poorly all the time. <laughs> I don't know what happens, but you don't want all those conversations. And I'm not sure if it's Buddy or Jimmy who's on, but Hello. y'all, I love that. that. That's what I love about the USA, y'all. It's just, it's so fun just to even say those words. I try it all the time. <laughs> So yes, put in gift and you are ready to rock and roll. So I'm not sure how Carolyn will do this with the link and the code to get it for free. You're going to love it. So enjoy. And of course, if you need any help, you always have us here. But sign in and do it right away. It's only going to be available that the code will work for like, what should I give to? It's Buddy. Thank you, Buddy. Hey, Buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Should we give them till Friday? Sure. Yeah. A couple days. So that's all you got. So I'm going to set up the code, put it right in now. And then on Friday, code go bye-bye. So this gift goes away. Yeah. So take the gift immediately because it can help someone else. And if you know someone else who's also looking, share it, share it with them. Why not? The more we all share, the more we help each other, the more we're all doing our purpose on earth by helping 
each other to do so. And that's why sharing is. I don't. <laughs> but it is. Everything you just said it makes it true. But I just what don't. Is it? I don't like the saying. But it's that. true. It's caring in this case, especially. Yes. Yeah. She loves that line. I do. And you just described it. And I'm like, because that's caring, man. <laughs> And it is. So I guess we do care. No, I'm only teasing. Okay. Well, I hope that has really helped any of you. Again, doesn't matter what kind of a business you'd have to go through that same process because you got to understand the foundation first. And of course, why not you? Remember, we're here for a very teeny time on earth. Very, very teeny. Think about how much time you have left. Don't sit on the fence anymore. Get your dream moving because not too many people on this earth get to wake up every day to say they're doing what they wanted to always do. Yep. And you know how fast the last 10, 15 or 20 years went like that. So scary. The next ones are going to go just the same. I so, think it gets worse as we get older. I agree. Charles. I agree. Cause I remember summer vacation felt so long. Yeah. Now I blink and I'm like, why are you going back to school already? And it's done. So yeah. it, it does, it goes faster as you get older because we get busier and we got more stuff going on all the time, but it, it's going to go just as fast as you go forward, if not faster. So that's why now is the moment. You can't just sit on it the whole, your whole life because then nothing changes if nothing changes. No, darn toot and galootin. That was profound. I know it really was. <laughs> Any hoodle. Have an amazing day because you are always so worth it. We will see you next week as well. And we are having some guest speakers in the month of November. So very, very excited about that. And get your gift and yeah. enjoy the ride. Okay, we'll talk to you guys soon. Put gift in. You only got till Friday, so I will oh, comment back. Rosalind, Buddy is my horse's name. We have, have a Buddy too. Yeah. <laughs> buddy, you're popular yeah. guy. Hi, Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, have a great week, everybody. Bye.